This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good morning, everyone. Today is Labor Day, Monday, September 2nd, 2019. I'm meteorologist Matt Mackey with your Storm Tracker forecast. Unfortunately, not looking like the greatest weather for the holiday itself. Hope you got your outdoor plans in over the weekend. A slow-moving front is forecast to bring wet weather to the capital region for most of the course of the day. While severe weather not really expected, we can't rule out a couple rumbles of thunder this afternoon as heavier pockets of rain move through. Most of the day looks rainy, though we could start to dry out by the late afternoon. Evening plans could be good to go, especially north and west of Albany and those areas that we expect to clear out sooner. High pressure is trying to build in behind the system and will bring nicer weather to the area in the short term. First, it will clear us out nicely overnight. More clear sky is going to lead to cooler temperatures in the 50s instead of the 60s. Tomorrow, more sunshine. Highs in the upper 70s, approaching 80 in some portions of the Hudson River Valley. Storms are back in the mix for Wednesday with highs near 80. Occasional heavy rain downpours and rumbles of thunder in the afternoon. Can't rule out a little bit of wind as well. On the other side of that storm chance, things looking more settled. Thursday, sunny, breezy, highs near 70. Friday, more clouds, highs upper 60s, chance shower, but most stay dry. Saturday and Sunday, nothing but sunshine, highs low 70s to upper 60s. We're also tracking Hurricane Dorian here at News 10 ABC with the 5 a.m. update from the National Hurricane Center. Winds have slowed down just a tad to 165 miles per hour, but it's still bringing a path of devastation to the northern Bahamas and getting dangerously close to the coast of Florida. It's a story we'll continue to track for you throughout the course of this week. That's a look at your forecast. Here's today's headlines. In the news today, of course, we're talking about Hurricane Dorian, one of the most powerful storms ever measured now after it reached that Category 5 status. Coming ashore Grand Bahama Island last night in this monster hurricane, destroying everything it touches, right? There's an increasing likelihood now of damaging winds, dangerous storm surge along the coast of Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina later this week, as Dorian is still expected to hug the coast and track northward. Governor of South Carolina announcing those evacuations in his state begin at noon today. In Georgia, mandatory evacuation for everyone living east of I-95 across six counties. We're expecting to learn more details after a West Point cadet candidate died after falling from a cliff. New York State Police say it happened in the town of Hunter. Troopers were called to a popular cliff diving location known as Fawn's Leap off Route 23A around 11 Saturday morning. Investigators say the victim was hanging onto a rock ledge when a portion of the rock broke off, causing him to fall. Time is running out for parents across the state who have to decide right now whether it's better to get their kids vaccinated or remove them from the classroom. Unvaccinated students have 14 days from the start of school to prove they've received the first dose and they must make appointments for the next round within a month. Earlier this summer, you'll remember, amid the worst measles outbreak in decades, state lawmakers revoked the religious exemption. According to the state health department, more than 26,000 kids had previously gone unvaccinated for religious reasons. And as the new school year begins, some Massachusetts lawmakers want to make sure kids keep their recess. A hearing is scheduled for Wednesday to discuss a bill that would require all public school kids grades K through 5 receive at least 20 consecutive minutes of recess. And the bill will also prohibit the state from increasing the length of the elementary school day in order to provide that recess period. Happening today, it is the final day of the meet at the Saratoga Race Course. And News NBC's Jamie Deline is live in the Spa City this morning with more on what the season held for everybody. Hello, Jamie. 
Hey, good morning. Yeah, today is the last day of the Saratoga race, racing season. It's Labor Day and that usually means it's the end. And it's gonna be a little rainy today, but if you haven't gotten a chance to do so, today is your last chance to come up to the track. Now let's recap some of the biggest highlights this season. The races started earlier than usual this summer and had two dark days a week on Mondays and Tuesdays. This year, the Saratoga race course also remembered and celebrated the life and legacy of Mary Lou Whitney, the queen of Saratoga. She was not only inducted into the National Racing Hall of Fame, but the front entrance at the track was named after her. The course also had a big milestone this season. It celebrated 150 years of the Travers race and broke its all-source and on-track handle records. Nearly 50,000 people attended that day and watched Code of Honor take the win. Now the last 11 races will take place today and the first one will start at 1 o'clock this afternoon. But for now, reporting live in Saratoga, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. And happening today, the USS Slater will be open for guided tours. It's the only destroyer escort still afloat in America and can be found right here in Albany. It's typically closed on Mondays and Tuesdays for restoration, but exceptions are made for significant holidays like Labor Day. Tours are being offered from 10 to 4 today. And you know summer's coming to an end when not only is the track ending, but so is the great New York State Fair. And they had a heck of a season. On Saturday, the governor announcing that a major attendance record was broken. 147,049 people came through the turnstiles on Saturday, breaking the highest single-day attendance record in the fair's long and historic history, right? Meanwhile, 118,000 people came out yesterday. Beautiful weather, a lot of people out there on the fairgrounds in Syracuse. Imagine you're out in your garden and you come across a critter you've never seen before. You look it up online and find out had you touched it, you could have been in some serious trouble. Well, that's exactly what happened to one woman right here in Clifton Park. Because I found it right here. Kara Haas Rosenthal was spending time in her yard earlier this week when she spotted it. I've never ever seen a white caterpillar in my life. She was surprised to see something so unique, so she started researching. What she found out about the hickory tussock moth caterpillar was shocking. Just touching the fur is what causes the burns or the rashes or allergic reactions. She was worried about children in the area and also her puppy Willow. She posted the photo to a neighborhood group online and found she wasn't the only person to see one. A mother had a reaction to it. She had to go to a hospital. Aha, right on top today. Tim McCabe is the state entomologist for the New York State Museum. This is the caterpillar that's been causing the problems. And says Haas Rosenthal did a good job identifying the caterpillar. That's definitely the species. But he says it's not as dangerous as the internet makes it out to be. If you're particularly allergic, very little contact will give you a rash. Only about 5 or 10 percent of people will see a reaction. Usually the itch goes away the first day, but again, depending on your susceptibility, it may take longer. And DEC research scientist Jerry Carlson says it can be difficult to connect a rash to the insect. Once you get in touch with the caterpillar, the allergic response often doesn't happen until much later. He says the bright white color can make the caterpillar tempting to touch. Little kids quite often think it's a nice fluffy little bug. And as far as your furry friends go, McCabe and Carlson say the caterpillar won't harm them at all. Reporting in Clifton Park, Ayla Farone, News 10 ABC.
enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.